Hello, everybody. This is a podcast for me. Special edition. Extra, extra. Veterans Day special. I'm recording this on the November 11th. Drinking beer. Not as drunk as I was yet in the last uh, podcast. Wow, was I drunk. I have to say, pretty drunk. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even remember report, recording the last half of it. So, uh, let's get on with it. Here is to you all veterans, including myself, me drinking beer. America. Fuck yeah. So, funny things I, I saw on the news. Wow. Like, within this week. It's Tyrese Gibson. I remember an earlier podcast, I was like, who gives a shit about this guy? But, this is crazy. Here's a little clip. Here's a little. See if I can get close to it. Is he talking? Okay, he's breathing. He's crying. It says Tyrese Gibson cries for his daughter. And he's crying. So he was on on about the rock disrespecting him. And now he's crying. And now now for no reason he's like, Don't take my baby. So that's Tyrese Gibson talking about his daughter and uh, I guess The Rock's taking his baby. I don't know what the fuck, but I looked into it. Turns out um, he's being accused of beating the fuck out of his little kid. And uh, yeah, I guess they're taking him away and he needs this movie. So I guess The Rock is like, he's busy because he's The Rock. And they have to, like, make this Fast and Furious movie later. So I guess he needed that money. I don't know. But, before that video, The Rock does this video. Let's see if we can uh, hear it real quick. No, no, no. Here we go. Just a little quick shout out to Tyrese. His new album, Black Rose. I just heard it. I literally just heard it. I heard the whole thing in my trailer. And I've got to say, in all honesty, um, it's the biggest piece of dog shit that I have ever heard. Everyone's laughing, by the way, but it's true because everybody's heard it too. Everyone heard it, right? They're looking at all. Everyone's like, yeah, big piece of dog shit. It shouldn't be called black rose. It should be called big piece of black dog shit. That's what it should be called. It's not even a hard right on dog shit for seven days. It's just soft dog shit. It's like baby shit. It's like that. That's what the album is like. So he goes on for another two minutes about how this... This album that Tyrese Gibson made is dog shit. So I guess this video was made first, and then he does the other video, I guess. And that's just fucking crazy. Two things to note here. The Rock got his career uh, talking shit on live TV. And that's what he had to do in front of millions. And he did that for years. Tyrese Gibson is trying to talk shit to that guy. I don't think I've ever seen Tyrese Gibson ever before. Other than the Fast and Furious movies and maybe uh, Four Brothers, if that. 
but not talking shit live in front of millions of people and sounding pretty fucking awesome. Mess with the wrong hombre. But I think Tyrese uh, Gibson's a little crazy, though, because he's like, um, I guess he needed money, and he said that Will Smith gave him $5 million, which is crazy amount of money. And uh, Will Smith's like, we didn't do that. So he lied on TV, saying, or TV, in the, in the social media, that he um, gave away, or he got a million dollars from Will Smith. That's just fucking crazy. That's, I mean, can you imagine yourself saying that you just got a million dollars from somebody, and you don't even know him? I mean, just, shit. <laughs> Tyree's kid, he's just a liar. Um, so I was walking around, I was going to buy a shirt for this upcoming Dungeons and Dragon. no, uh, what's it called, Superman, no, it's called Justice League, that movie that's coming out soon, so I figured I'd wear it, get it, buy a nerdy shirt, you know, DC or something like that, ended up buying the Flash, you know, red dude, runs real fast, and, um, uh, when I was walking in there, I happened to notice a mannequin that was fat wearing an outfit. And that makes kind of sense that, you know, that's it's like a representation of what, if you're fat, what you would look like if you're wearing it. And by the way, I'm fat. Not as big as that mannequin I saw, but it was pretty big. So that makes kind of sense. But at the same time, Shouldn't you, as a pe person, aspire to be better than that? I mean, there's this word that gets thrown around that uh, takes away from what's going on. So you say you call it fat shaming. Now, shouldn't you aspire to not be fat? And then I've heard arguments like you should aspire just to be happy. Like, would you straighten off from the from the main goal here? I mean, you shouldn't want to be fat. I mean, that's the thing. You shouldn't really work work in that endeavor. I mean, you should work against it. You know, try to be thin, healthy, average, anything. I'm not fat. I mean, I'm fat. I'm I'm pudgy, but I work out to try not to be fat. I mean, that's everyone's goal. I mean, like I have a kid, and I try not to curse around him, and I try to teach him not to curse. I try, even though I know that as he gets older, he's gonna curse. He's gonna he's gonna hear other people curse. He's gonna learn how to curse. He's gonna end up cursing, but that doesn't mean I don't stop trying. Um. If I was trying to teach him to not do bad things, he's going to do bad things. I don't just give up and say, you know what, he's eventually going to do bad things. Why am I even trying to stop him? No, you got to try at least. Try to do the good. It's like, if anything, I mean, you try to do good. Even though bad happens, bad things happen, you still try to do good things. So... Moving towards uh, like a statue or of some sort, you want to try to be a better you than you are. I mean, that's something you want to try. I mean, it's not going to happen, 
I mean, but that doesn't mean you stop trying, right? Is that, isn't that a thought process? Shouldn't you work in the direction of trying to be better? And isn't, uh, like, not being overweight a good thing? That you do, Or is it a bad thing? Do you want to be overweight? I mean, is that a thing? And why is it wrong to say, hey, let's try to not be overweight? Why, why is that a bad thing? And more to the point, like you got a statue that's big, um, other than, I guess, selling clothes to big people, I mean, why would you want to aspire in that direction? I mean, don't you want to look, hey man, I want to look like that. So I should dress like that. But to dress like that, I have to get in shape to dress like that. Shouldn't I work in that direction? People are confused on this whole image thing and I mean they accept the weirdest things you know like being overweight's good and uh, and things of that nature I mean seems like we're too accepting in this this day and age there are bigger fish to fry but people out there in the ether try to be better right no I mean if not Go ahead, be as big as you want and never try. You feel like eating nachos every day? Then go for it, right? It's all about feeling good, but be forewarned. Dying is one thing, and dying isn't everything. It's living and losing body parts is the worst. I mean, I mean, if you eat enough, it's not good for you. I mean, I knew one guy. Uh, he lost a foot, and you think, oh, he got it down. He understands. Don't use much sugar, right? He, I mean, he lost a foot. That's you know, uh, spare. No, he lost the other foot, like a year later. That's a bummer. And then shit got real for me. I was like, holy fuck, man! I thought dying was a the only thing that to worry about, but I didn't even consider losing body parts, like losing an eye. Like you could lose your eyes. It's terrible. You lose your feet. Fuck, that's terrible. You could get to a point where if you cut your foot just a little, you could die slowly. <laughs> what a terrible way to go. How did he die? Well he lost a toe. And he and he died very slowly. I mean this is terrible. That that is a thing. You you could die slowly. That's a oh, that sucks. Who would have thought? Read in the news that uh, Martin Luther King's niece uh, says the national anthem is racist. Man, you know what? I was gonna look that up. So the national anthem is racist. And this is from Martin Luther King's niece, so that's like uh, the lineage of that. You know, like... <laughs> so I, I pulled up the National Anthem, and it's the Star Spangled Banner, as you, as you well all know. Let's see, let's break this down. Oh, say, can you see, by the dawn's early light, 
So they're saying, hey, you, can you see it? The dawn, you know, the new day, it's early night. Twilight's last gleaming, that means like the end of the night is done. Whose broad stripes are bright stars? I think that's us, America. Through the perilous fight. So we just finished a battle. Over the ramparts we watched. We were so gallantly streaming. Rockets are clear. Bombs bursting in the air. A lot of explosions. Gave proof through the night. And this is after a battle. That our flag was still there. So after this great, I guess, battle. Against an oppressive force. Our flag was still there. Well, say, does the Star Spangled Banner yet wave for the land of the free? So that's our flag waving, uh, saying that we're for the home of the uh, for the home of the brave. Oh, say, does that spar Star Spangled Banner yet wave? See, so I'm not seeing. Let's see, maybe. Maybe there's a different representation of this song that leads into and black people die or something like that to make it racist. Wow, that's a longer version than I thought. Found another copy. Um, well, thus it would be... Uh, no, it's not racist at all. This lady's out of her fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plain and simple. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner's racist. I went through it. I really did. I looked at it. If you think, if you think the Star Spangled Banner is uh, racist, I want you to email me back at uh, podcastforme at gmail dot com, and uh, I'll read your email. I'll debate you. I mean, this is crazy. out of her fucking mind. I read it. The article didn't really give me much. She just said it should change because, you know, times have changed. It's stupid. The article's like, forget statues. Forget these uh, confederate flags. We need to get rid of uh, that anthem, that racist anthem. Ah. So, if you go to one of my podcasts, I reviewed Thor... The, the new movie, and there was this badass chick named, uh, what is it called, what's her name, Valkyrie, I guess, in the movie, and uh, I was like, man, I bet money that this tough chick who does dude things, you know, is going to be lesbian, because that's the natural progression of things, right, I mean, if of course you're a dude, you're doing dude things, you might as well just get with girls, right, and then today I read an article saying that they're gonna, he's gonna, she's gonna get with a uh, Thor-like female now, which is cool because Thor in the comics, there's a time where uh, there's a female Thor, which is actually uh, Thor's last girlfriend or something like that. What's her name? It's played by Natalie Portman. I forgot her name, but if that's the case, it'd be Natalie Portman. It could, it could very well be that. I mean. Man, what is this about? And this could be a rant. How come tough women have to be lesbian too? They have to get with girls. It's like they do dude things, and then I guess the last progression of all this is they get with girls because that's what guys do, right? Now, of course, there's you know 
um, exceptions to that rule in the sense that oh, not all guys are badasses and not all guys get with girls but mostly they do and there you have it you have her trying they're thinking about making her go in fact when the article I read was like it's angry that she's not lesbian and I'm like you're telling me this is how sexist this is you're telling me that you if you're female and you want to be a badass you gotta be with a girl period because if you go back think about the badass women there's not many and then you made them gay now here's another thing if you watch a, a movie where the main character is a female and she's a badass either she's gonna get with a girl or she has a weak love story in which she gets with nobody and it's just a weak story like you got your main badass you got uh, what's her name uh, Angelique Jolene she's a pretty badass you know alpha female and the writing is weak anytime she's the main character and she has a dude it's just weak except for Mr. and Mrs. Smith but you had Brad Pitt so it's kinda like they almost balanced each other out but like forget that you got other movies you know it just doesn't work like for instance she had this one movie called Salt and I thought that was a cool fucking movie but uh, yeah she was with this guy he dies and that was pretty much it and the story was weak the guy was such a beta by the way he was an alpha at all he was such a weak sauce kinda guy and uh, she was of course awesome but like the love story wasn't really that deep it didn't really make waves at all if it did you'd have a salt too but no you don't <laughs> salt too assault <laughs> no and so like what other badass female movies you got Wonder Woman and she gets with Trevor but you know that's cool and, and that worked guarantee she goes lesbian next next chance she gets next movie she gets she's with a girl period it's a natural progression of things badass women can never get with a guy and if they do the fucking story is weak you should be mad about this if you're a female and you're a strong woman and you're straight you should be fucking mad how come that's not an argument you're like why the fuck do tough chicks have to be gay too you know I mean just saying like you look at aliens right and you got this one like Ripley and she's badass right does she hook up with any guys? No. And when she does, the story doesn't really work out too well. She she tries, almost hooks up with this guy in part two. Doesn't work. He ends up dying. She gets she actually gets with this dude in part three. What happens? They get it on. Nothing happens. Just the fucking story just ends. Really, it's just it's unrememberable. You know, not, no no one's shooting for Alien Three and they're like, oh, Alien Three. And don't even get me started with Alien 4. She gets it on with an alien. They can't figure that out. Here you got this alpha chick and nothing happens. Terminator. Alpha chick. In the first movie, she's not alpha. She gets with a guy. It works. The story is remembered. You get the second one. She's a badass. Who does she hook up with? No one. Movies fall apart after that. But I'm, I'm really I'm scratching my head for female. Strong female characters that are famous movies and they move forward like fa you had um what's that movie she uses 100% of her brain Lucy main character Scarlett Johansson she's a badass I like her she's a good actress
She's number one in that movie. Um, does she get with the guy? No. Is that movie memorable? Other than her being a badass, that's about it. The movie isn't really that memorable. Didn't even make top box office. Now, I'll tell you this, though. They had Tron, and that was a good franchise, I thought. I thought that was a good movie. That Cora chick was pretty badass. She even got with the guy. I thought that was a reasonable thing. <sighs> movie fell apart. Where are the women heroes? And where are the straight women heroes? Seems like the only way to make that transition is you gotta be gay. Period. And that sucks, man. If you're a fucking strong woman, you gotta be gay. That's the thing. That's the only way. That's what Hollywood's saying about you guys. And you guys aren't even talking about it. You guys are so focused on having a woman being number one. You guys even think about your actual identity in the movie. I mean... Guy gay, man. I'm not against gays. I'm not against women. But, I mean, you're not being represented well. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. A oh, strong woman character is the main character. Do you get with any guys? Uh, no. No, it doesn't work at all. Yeah. Well, well if you guys disagree with that, you come in. Email me at uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. We will hash it out. So, it's Veterans Day. I was in the Navy. Let me throw some Navy stories at you. You know, talk about back in the day. Man, was I drunk by the last podcast? Insanely drunk. Submarine life. So I, I was I worked on a submarine. I was in the navy. I worked on a submarine, and it wasn't very like it's not like surface fleet. I couldn't speak to that, but you do make a dis, uh, distinction between when you're in the navy, sub life or sur- surface fleet. That's what you'd say. It's been a while, so give me. Give me a second. I might not even have all my terminologies down. Back in the day, though, when I was in the submarines, uh, you worked a schedule like this. You worked for six hours, and you would do this thing called a watch, which that means is you do a monotonous job. Sometimes you drive the ship. Uh, other times you'd be uh, an actual job, like auxiliary men of the watch. That, that was me. And... Um, or electrician of the watch, which was uh, one of my best friends. Yeah, God rest his soul. He uh, he was one of them. It was a, it, you'd work together in tandem. So what you would do is look at uh, gauges and uh, write the numbers down, and you'd do p- various tasks while on that watch. Like for instance, if uh, we had to get rid of sewage, we'd uh, switch some valves over, any monotonous cleaning or something like that. And the electrician guy, he would. Uh, look at the atmospheres, make sure the oxygen's around 20, 19%, 16%. Anyways, so, and CO2 and so on and so forth, and whether or not scrubs. And if you're the machinery, uh, machinery men of the watch, you'd just be in the machine, machine room. What's it called? Machine room? Man, guy? I forgot what it is. But you'd run the diesel engine if you needed to run the diesel engine. Whatever. And that, that'd be it. So you would do six hours-ish. And then you would do another 
six hours maybe, uh, uh, like doing like work, like if there's work to be done. And then you would sleep for five hours and repeat. Oh. And that would be your life. When you're underway, that's what you call it, when you're out and about. Meals were pretty cool. Um, no, they weren't. But I did like midnight. Midnight was cool because you always had like pizza or chicken wings. Chicken wings were my favorite fucking thing in the world to eat. Um, man, they, they made some good chicken wings. Pizza was good too. I like pizza and wings. Something about that. Oh, it's the best thing in the world. Um, we had the seals on our boat because we were a fast attack submarine with the this thing called the DDS, which is a dry deck shelter. And like some seals would come out, fucking crazy. Some seals would be shitting in the water, letting it, let just they'd be floating around, watching shit in the water. Eh. Yeah, seals, man, crazy, crazy guys. They look bored most of the time. But they were pretty cool. They they also thought, fell into the tropes. Like most of them were normal, but then every once in a while you meet the one that's like hardcore, like huge dude reading a Bible. I mean, get the fuck out, man. That guy was cool. What you do reading a Bible? <laughs> Tense. Then you had the workout guy and the happy-go-lucky guy, and you had Mr. Serious and things like that. Right out of a fucking prayer movie, you know. Um. Since it was submarine, a lot of things you did was secret. But I'm pretty sure people will be like, they don't give a fuck. They don't really take all that shit into consideration. It sucks though. When you get on a submarine though, you, you're considered what they call a nub. I don't know if it's like that now, because I think they have women on the submarines now. Which at the time, um, I was very young, and uh, that would have been rough, man. Can you imagine? like a young person having to check themselves in a real stress environment there would be times I've been I was awake for 36 hours straight doing monotonous tasks I mean stress levels get high and then if you were to add that extra layer of man if you say the wrong thing this woman's gonna say some shit that you said that offended her or something like that I mean it, I don't know I guess it works out now because it has to but uh, at the time, oof, I couldn't imagine that. Because it was like hell, man. It sucked. Well, for my for my rate, I was a machinist mate. I mean, if I was like a yeoman or something like that, it, it was a pretty easy life, you know. Comparison to a machinist mate, it seems like you're fucking always there. Like, you get on the boat first and leave the boat last. And then, like, say you pulled into a port, you only get like eight hours off. You know, in comparison to everybody else, because you're still rigging shit up, hanging on the side of a fucking submarine, putting fittings on so you can connect the sewage. It sucked. Really, like if they had the scale to pay, like the machinists may should get paid more. Fucking a, right, guys? <laughs> you know the problem is though, reality doesn't work that way. If you have a shit job, you're gonna be paid less. Period. I don't care how smart you are or how much you do. That's how life breaks down. Usually the hardest workers, the smartest workers get fucked hard. You know, like, they really gotta get paid less. 
I mean, this is the way it is. It felt like that. Like in the commodity on a submarine, because in the Navy, everyone gets paid the same. So I would say the commodity that you have on the submarine is money. I mean, not money, time. And it seemed like as a machinist mate, I mean, you had to like, you got the less, least amount of time to do things, like have time for yourself, uh, to go out and port, explore this new land that you're in. It just didn't seem like it was fair because you did most of the work. And there's other rates too, but I'm, I wasn't those rates, so I don't really care. But it, it, just, it just felt like the harder you work, the more you got fucked. You know, and it seemed like if you were just a piece of shit, like as in you didn't do much, you can get away with a lot. We had a guy, we had a couple guys. They they weren't that bright, or were they? I mean, they were just fucking useless. And uh, they got all the time off. They had all this time off. Hey, well, you're not useful on the secret mission, so I guess you should stay in port and uh, have fun. And that's what they would do. And it seemed like the more you knew, the more you were needed, the more you were there. Counterintuitive. They really should change the pay scale there. I think that would create a uh, more conducive environment. Because, like, then, you know, when you only get eight hours in Singapore as opposed to the yeoman who got 24 hours, I mean, damn. You know, if you, it would be a little bit better if you got paid three times as amount of that guy. So while he's laughing his ass, uh, I'm playing around. At least you'd be well compensated for the work that you did. Ah, whatever. I couldn't wait to get out. I remember finishing the contract because you get contracted. So I did four years with a 12-month kicker, just so you can get more money. So it's five years total, right? And they have this thing right before you get out called the Career Review Board. And this is you talking to all your higher-ups. You go in the Navy, you have a lot. All the way to the captain. Captain's like the highest high within the submarine. And uh, they explain, they, they talk over your future. What are you going to do? And most times, it's kind of like a thing in which... Like, uh, how long you're gonna stay, what you're gonna do, uh, what's your plan, what's your next outpost, things like that. It's not so much as a, uh, you're getting out, it's more of a, what are you gonna do once you get out? And they don't do them often, it's just that every time someone goes out, they do one of these. Try to get a feel, where they're gonna put you next. And I had saved up quite a bit of money. And I broke down what I was going to do when I got out. Because my heart was set on leaving. As soon as, as soon as my time was up, I couldn't fucking wait to leave. And um, I'm not a quitter. But at the same time, I mean, that shit sucked, dude. You just worked. And the more that you worked, the more you were needed. The more you were needed, the less you got to yourself. It just and it was perpetuating, you know. I remember I was up like 32 hours... We were changing out some kind of hydraulic filter on this thing back in Shaft Alley, which is like a hydraulic plant. And um, this fucking thing is heavy. And it took a long time to take out. And uh, there I was with this one chief. And a chief is like a high up. He's your he's your higher up. He's one of your like supervisor. He's your boss. 
Yeah, you got a lot of bosses, but he's one of your big bosses. And you only get there if you've been in for a while, like 10, 15 years. And so he had been in there for a bit. And he told me, um, you know, if I worked hard enough, I'd be where he's at. And I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, you have been awake as long as me, if not more, doing the same fucking thing. And you're many times older and decrepit. I look like, I mean, like, time has ruined him. And, um, he's like his age was triple that of what he should have been, you know? And he's telling me that I could be like him. And, you know, if I worked hard, which I was. And, uh, he knew, he recognizes that. And then we were both, you know, up forever, together, with 15 years difference, you know? And he's aged three times the amount. And he's like, I could be like him. And I was like, fuck, wait, what? It's supposed to get easier, not harder. I'm not supposed to get older and shittier and three wives down, you know? I mean, get the fuck out of here. That was crazy. It was fucking crazy. And, like, you get, you get built up. I guess you get that sense of purpose when you're doing it. But, I mean, that's an insane thing to, to ask of somebody to work your ass off and then... Just, man, that's, that's just rough. I can't imagine that. He's working your ass off. All the way. That's the submarines, though. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty confident. Though I, I was all about the life. I'll tell you what, I digged it hard. Fucking loved it <laughs> at the time. But I couldn't wait to leave. I was like, this is, I don't want to end up, like, fucking doing this forever and being angry all the time and drinking all the time. I'm, Holy shit, I was drinking a fifth of vodka every day, dude. It was insane. <laughs> yeah it's rough I, I, I'm pretty sure like there's different parts of the Navy and th and that's the that's the thing man you get the yeomans and shop keep, shopkeepers and I got a friend in the Navy he's a he's a chief now but he was surface fleet and everything like that submarines is just a rough life you know you think you know rough when you're on the surface you know but you fucking try Navy life, submarine life, is fucking hard as fuck. 90 days underwater and shit. <laughs> or whatever. You know, maybe longer. <sighs> Man, it was rough life. But, you know, I got through it. It was good. It was good getting out. Me and my bestie, Glidden. That's like my brother. You, know, you lose touch with these people. But it feels like at any time, at any moment, that if I were to call them, we'd be good. We'd be tight. Because that's like a bond you can't break. Because you were in the shits. I remember, um, it's funny too, because like a bunch of people that I did hang out with, but I wasn't too close. Uh, but I was closer than I thought. Um, you get out of the Navy, you start to talking, and I mean, holy shit, it's like, you know, it's like you're like the bestest friend in the whole wide world. It's like, like I have friends I grew up with. And I got these guys, and it feels like, although the passage of time between us be ten years apart or something like that, like you feel like a real strong bond with these fucking guys, and it's interesting, you know. They were like, oh, for instance, uh, Will. That's one guy. He was an electrician. No, uh, uh, I forgot what their rates were called. <sighs> electrician 
navigator communication. At the, at the time, they combined three rates. They combined uh, electricians, um, navigators, and something else. I forgot what they did, but they, they combined three. And Will was a pretty cool guy. You know, I hung out with them a couple times. We, we hung out, but we were in two different um, rates, meaning jobs. So it was like, you know, sun and the moon kind of thing. We were just different. But... And I always considered them weak, you know, because like when you're in, when you're with, I was a auxiliary man, and they called us an A gang, like a gang, an auxiliary, but they shortened instead of auxiliary, it's A gang, and we, I felt like it, dude, it was rough, man, you were just hardcore, dude, we fought each other all the time, dude, and so the hazing wars happened, and we got in trouble for hazing, that sucked. But yeah, it was like, um, it was weird, you know, you had that whole rivalry with each other, because they worked as hard as us, we just would never admit it. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was good times. And um, anyways, we'll, uh, we hung out, we hung out a couple of times, but once again, it was it was night and day between the two of us, you know. And then he got out, and I got out, and we met each other a couple of times out, out, out and about, and then outside the Navy, and, and I have to say, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. He's way cooler than when I was in in it, you know? When I was in A-Gang, it was kind of like we had to keep each other at arm's length, but what a value, you know, that person was when you get out. You're like, wow, this is a really intelligent person. You're like, in fact, a lot of my Navy friends are fucking smart, and I just... It's like, you take that for granted, you know? Like, I never really thought about that, you know? I was like, why Why is it when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to an intelligent person? I'm not saying that everyone's stupid here or, here or there, but I, I, I don't know. I Some people, I'm trying not to get into trouble on this, but, like, some people, when I'm talking to them, they're cool, but it feels like... They're just riding the waves, you know, to the end of the race of life, you know. I, I don't know. They're just not deep people talking about, you know, Kardashians or whatever, Kardashians or what the fuck ever, you know. They're really not having deep intellectual conversations. Really, they're not, you know. Like, I mean, you could ask them a question here or there, and they just probably agree with you, but like to come back at you with something deep and evolving, you know, I, it's just not there, you know. like deep thought the amount of cell phone you uh, battery power dictates how much you like your job so for instance if you're on your phone a lot at work chances are you don't like your job and your battery's drained however you really like your job uh, it could be argued that you like your job so much you don't go on your phone as much I don't know that's a deep thought I don't hear people just swinging that out. But when I talk to Will, he it's like, man, he's a really, really classy individual, you know. I don't know. And then um, I'm Facebook friends with another electrician that I consider weak as fuck. But he, even right now, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's hardcore. He's in a jiu-jitsu or whatever, and he's, he's in the MMA fighting. And, and uh, he has really strong opinions. And... Uh, I agree with him sometimes. He gets too alpha sometimes. I'm like, ah, you need to back off on that. But we argue. But you know what? He's not stupid in the sense that 
he 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 sticks to his guns, yes, but he's he's willing to argue the point. Some people are willing to argue, but not listen to what you're saying. That's a big difference, you know. I, I you argue with people all the time. You talk to them, and they have a they have a difference of opinion, but it's like they're not listening to your points, you know. They just they hear you. They're not really listening. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. And then discon discount what you just said. You literally could say 1 plus 1 is 2. And they're like, oh yeah, math still doesn't exist. You know? <sighs> That's um, Guinness. Good guy. I don't talk to Glennon that much. But, we, but, you know, we say things here and there. And then, you know, it's the way it is veterans. Who would have thought I would have gone on about that? I haven't really talked about my Navy days. Like You, you do the Navy and, and then you get out and you don't really think about it that much. But this Veterans Day, I really was reflective of that. It's like uh, I had a Veterans Day but I didn't really get to celebrate it that much. It's like no one gave a fuck. <laughs> Happens though. Especially with me. You know. And that sub-life, huh? Mm. I'm trying to think of the stories you could come up with on submarine. Funny story. Um, uh, when you get rid of poo, you have to put air. Well, there's several ways of doing this, but one way is to put air into the tank, and it pushes out the poo into these fittings. But if you don't... Um, move the valves right, you know, if you don't pay attention, you could technically put poop everywhere onto people. And uh, we had this one guy, he was Indian, he was Navajo, straight up Navajo. And, <laughs> and uh, he, he did the thing where he, he fucked up and poo came out from the ceiling. So he quite literally made it rain poop on these guys. And he's Navo, so it was kind of funny, you know. He did a rain dance, but with poo. Who would have thought? Oh. That's me burping. I burped a lot in the last one. And, and like when I did the, you know, Attack on Titan one. Oof. I, oh, I heard it. And I was like, oh man, I, I burped quite a bit. So George Takai, Takai, okay, Takai, Takai, George Takai, I guess he got accused of uh, doing bad things to women, which is weird because he's gay, and um, he uh, disagrees, he, he not disagrees, um, he, he uh, disputes that, and I have to say though, I mean, Damn, that fucking sucks, dude. He's one of my heroes. I like that guy a lot. He's a good guy, you know. He he, he survived Manzanar, you know. That's a big deal, you know. Back in the day, World War Two went down. We grabbed up all the fucking Japanese people and stuck them in these camps, you know, these shitty fucking camps. And uh, he survived that shit. Became an actor, a gay actor, by the way, you know, and 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 thrived, you know. I mean. Like I said, a lot of people start in a race. 
he started from zero. And while other people started at like 90 meters, he started at zero and he made it. And how the mighty have fallen. I mean, he got accused. He, what's the word? Disagrees or, um, you know, he's he says it didn't happen. But in this climate, once you're accused, you're fucking gone. Just like uh, the witches of old, you know. You got the uh, you're a witch. You get set on fire. We'll prove that you're not a witch by setting you on fire. And so, like, he's got he's got the target. So I don't know. You know. Yeah, Pokemon, gotta catch him. Oh, you guys need to watch Pokemon. It's like the the next best thing to crackers. I'm joking. I'm just fucking kidding. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. What do you got going on here? We got Sub, Tyrese Gibson, Big People. Races National Anthem. Tough Women, Can't Win Dudes. Fat Mannequins. It's like I'm going over the whole fucking show. Like in backwards. Now that last podcast, you guys gotta listen. I was fucking drunk. It was insane. played some Tekken today. Tekken is a fighting game. Um, it was pretty fun. I didn't really do much. Didn't do anything new. Didn't do anything, uh, you know, I was going to go somewhere with that, but I had nothing to say. Uh, looking at science news, hoping for something good. Nothing, of course. Richard Dreyfus was uh, accused of sexual misconduct. So, like, there's a big thing going on. They're fucking getting people. Of, uh, you know, if you sexually molested somebody in Hollywood, you're getting killed. Or something to that effect. I mean, just shit sucks. And, uh,. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. Speaking of Richard Dreyfus, I saw him here. Um, I was went I went shopping at the uh, Albertsons, and I heard uh, Richard Dreyfus is the guy in Jaws. He's a pretty cool guy. Uh, he, uh, I heard the the bag boy saying, "Yeah, man, Richard Dreyfus is here." So I, like, I got to check this shit out. So I saw him in the meat section. He was looking at hot dogs, like, but from a like one person, one shopping cart away. And so what I did was, just to make sure it was him, he looked like him, I walked in front of him, staring at his face, looking like I was looking past him. But by the way, there's nothing really past him. Well, he fucking knew what I was doing. <laughs> Mad Dog and Richard Dreyfus. But that was like the closest to fame I've ever been, you know? But yeah, he got accused... I saw that Louis C.K., um, he has a new title. It's Louis C.K., Comedian Slash Masturbator. 
That was hilarious. It made me laugh really hard. And that guy's done. See, so what Louis C.K. did, and I said this in my last podcast, is he started masturbating in front of these girls. And I guess he did other things, but, man, you're fucking done, son. They're going to get you. You're going to get fired. You, hope, you better hope they don't smash rocks on your balls. I mean, that's the next step, right? Like I'm looking at the entertainment news, man. This shit's intense. Gal Gadot will only be Wonder Woman again if Brett Ratner is out. So she's gonna get what she wants. Cause you know she's like the fucking star. Uh, I guess they formed a task force to get all these Hollywood people. But it seems like they're just going for the actors. You should go for the producers, the people you don't even know their names. Those are the real bad guys. Actors could be replaced a dime a dozen, but you gotta get rid of these producers. They're the fucking rich people who are, like, perpetuating this whole thing. You fucking take them out, you're done. They're the main targets. I bet they're the ones who are leading the charge on getting the actors to take the, uh, the eye from them because... I want to keep up what they're doing. But I think people are braver now. I think this is like an evolution of people. They're just going to they're gonna get these people. Disney streaming service is one. And it hasn't even launched yet. This fucking sucks, man. I got Netflix because it's easy for my kid. I got Marvel movies, Disney movies there. But Disney, being the geniuses that they are, and they will win this. They're going to create their own streaming service. So you pay for the streaming service and you get all the Marvel movies, all the Star Wars movies, and all their fucking movies that are awesome. Because if you ever watch Moana, fuck you. That is a great movie. You watch Beauty and the Beast? Ugh. Watch Moana. That's just legit. And they're creating their own thing. Disney Match. They're smart. They are smart as all hell. That's the way it is. Do, 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 do. Man lived with corpses of mom, twin brothers for a year, police say. People are weird, man. Why do you live with the corpses? They stink. They love stink So, like, I don't actually should bring up any drama for my work, because in the event that they're listening, that'd be bad, but let's just say, working with a lot of girls, lots of drama, lots and lots of drama. One thing I like to say, though, is I have this other um, co-worker, she's like, like, like a clone of me. She's older than me, but she—I f- I feel like you know, she's a hard worker and gets hardcore about the principle of the matter. And uh, someone t- typed in a bunch of numbers on her computer, and she got so bad. And I was like, look, you know, you complain, 
but there was no harm, no foul. You should ride the waves, let it be. She got mad. She was like, hey, you know, this fucking bitch, da da da. She got on my computer, did this, and I was like, you know, let's not, let's not let this be the hill you die on. Because, I mean, you can fight the good fight, and, I mean, say you lose, and it's for nothing, because nothing really bad happened. And say something big happened, you've already fought this, and you lost. I mean, you want, you want when you, when you fight the battle of, hey, you fucked up, you shouldn't have done that, you want it to be for something. Something of validity, something that is intense, something where, yeah, I don't know. Something that actually got you in trouble. I don't know. I mean, if you keep complaining about other people's, like, weaknesses and flaws, I mean, people are just going to stop listening to you. That's just the way it is. Not everyone you can change. Well, that's what I've learned. You just have to accept people for who they are. I mean, unless they're killing people, and then you kind of have to stop them. But, <laughs> well, you know. Uh... watched um, Star Trek Discovery recently and that was a pretty good episode I strongly recommend everyone watching that show because it's really good, it's good Star Trek and you got good characters I mean that's the next thing you know I it just sucks that um, it's not a bigger deal than it is because I mean they're, they're getting it done they, are know, what, they know what they're doing they had this episode where uh, this one dude, who from the day he's born, he lives in fear. And, oh, by the way, he's stronger than everybody around him, faster than everyone around him. He's probably smarter. And, uh, but he's in, he's afraid. He's just born afraid. That's how he is. And that that's fucking cool, because there he is working his ass off doing things, and he... He's, he's afraid that's like de debilitating fear and then for the first time in his life all the fear is gone and uh, he doesn't want to leave <laughs> it, it's crazy too because it's like like oh man this guy is afraid oh oh man he's fucking evil because he like lies to everybody and tries to keep everyone on this one planet because it takes away his fear and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I mean, yeah, he's a bad guy in that respect, but at the same time, you gotta have to understand him. I mean, that's how life is, right? I mean, there's people out there that do bad things, and if you just take a, a second to try to understand why they do the things they do, then you can have what they call compassion. You can be like, you know what, I shouldn't be so mad. So, say you're driving and somebody cuts you off, fuck, I mean, it sucks, but maybe they have somewhere to go. Maybe they had to do something. I don't know, maybe it was a bad day for them. Someone talking shit to you and you don't know them, maybe maybe they had a bad day. Maybe their wife is cheating on them and um, they ate your last sandwich. You know, I mean, fuck. I mean, some people, you just have to understand where they're coming from. And that's, that's easy to say, but, I mean, it's hard to do. George Foreman just challenged Steven Seagal to a no-holds-barred fight. Oh, that's a bad idea. Do you know that you could tattoo an eyeball? That's a thing. Crazy. 
It's like a prison tatty. You can throw an eyeball. You know, last episode I broke down Attack on Titan. And uh, I didn't finish. So you know what I was thinking? I'm joking. I'm not going to break it down. <laughs> Christian researcher claims the rapture starts on Saturday. Wait a minute. It's Saturday now. Where's the rapture? Silly. Silly, silly people. The news story should be guy predicts something and is wrong people laugh something like that Black Friday's coming out that's gonna be good sex toy that records users weird going through the news right now. I'm not seeing anything really relevant other than they're really hardcore about the whole sexual misconduct. I'm surprised not more and more politicians are getting slammed with that. And uh, the Texas shooting that happened about three four weeks ago. so soon the uh, podcast I really thought there'd be more to the news um, something of value <sighs> man I don't know how other um, podcasts could just pull shit out of nowhere you know talking about random things opiate abuse crisis takes heavy toll on US veterans bitch your ass a lot of people take these uh, narcotics man they uh they get hooked on them, man. They get like uh, back pain or whatever, and they gotta be taking narcotics for the rest of their fucking lives. Some people even take narcotics in a way of there's these diseases that you can get diagnosed with, and they're fake. It's like they feel pain in random spots, and they just come up with this word, and you give them that word, and that's their disease. I mean, like oh, I have a kid, and if you tell him a word. He'll believe that's what it is. I mean, that's what he's got. Like, so he doesn't feel like going to school. You could say you got something, something disease, and he's like, "That's why, yeah, that's it." And he just get intense about it. So let me predict some future things real quick. Ten years time, it'll be illegal to drive. Boom! I just said it. <laughs> the driverless cars will just be illegal. I thought about that when my kid was like, when do I get to drive? Well, you probably won't be able to drive. I'll have driverless cars and figure out the merits of driverless cars. And, and uh, it'd be safer for uh, people to not have to drive their cars. Just let the robots do it. Damn it. Damn you for not being good. I wonder if they fixed it. The uh, if I click on tick, what will it go on to? And yeah, it did. It went to finance. Jeez, Louise. Uh, 
does that? Why do you do that, Yahoo? Why do you do that? Well, alright. I mean, I'm going to call it quits on this. I mean, I really wanted to push further on some, some news and what have you, what have not, but I, c I really couldn't find anything. I figured the Tyrese Gibson thing would have, I would have got a little bit more comedy out of it, but it didn't. Oh, you know what? I was going to end it, but let me talk about Rick and Morty. Love that fucking show. Rick and Morty has to be my all-time favorite science fiction show. You fucking phone is trying to get me to do something stupid. Let me tell you about Rick and Morty. Next time. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom, so I'm gonna end this podcast. Or maybe I'll pause it. Let me think about it. Yep. Oh. Okay, good. So, I had to go to the bathroom. And I just stopped recording, and I started recording again. So here we go. I didn't want to finish my rant without... I brought up Rick and Morty. So let me finish this. So you got Rick and Morty. And what it is is about a scientist who is super smart, super genius. And he has a gun that lets him travel to, I guess, any dimension or any time. And he's got this grandson named Morty. And he takes Morty with him and on these wacky adventures. Usually it's like a self-indulgent adventure, like getting some kind of a, a drug to get high or some shit like that. It's pretty funny. But I have to say, it is one of the best sci-fi uh, shows ever. Because even in it, it quickly throws out a theme or it'll say something or like in the show and then it'll bring it back at the very end in some clever way I mean I can't stress this enough it's a great show I recommend watching all three seasons um, yeah it is pretty goofy but they have these science fiction themes and they are really good uh, pfft, I, uh, there's a lot of theories on the show and a lot of, uh, that's about it, conspiracy theories, and then I think uh, people should uh, watch the show and come up with their own theories, but I was going to go more into detail, but I've decided not to, because I am running out of time, I want to get more drunk, but I don't want to record it, so I'm going to drink more beers, so uh, if you have any comments or questions or thoughts, uh, you can email me at uh, podcast for me at gmail.com again that's podcast for me at gmail.com I think I have a PayPal account you know with the same name so if you feel like donating go for it but don't don't do that if you don't if you don't want to anyways have a great day everyone say frosty I am out